This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. What is up, producer Andy Hall? How are you? Hey, what's happening? Uh, I'm great. I'm doing good. The Raptors are three and one since the trade, and uh, the world's looking like a different, a whole different thing. You know, there's all there's so many possibilities now. You know, the, the it just opened up, and I feel great. It sure is, baby. It sure is, and I loved how you were doing <laughs> the aggressive points because I yeah, was cause it's, yeah, I was like you know you're hitting that hard. You're like yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we are here with a special guest, uh, big lover of the entire Ball family. Uh, every uh, basketball player with the last name Ball, this guy loves. They're all injured, <laughs> okay. um, so that's that's a tough tough time for you this year. Uh, very funny dude, Anthony Hall. What's going on? Hey yo. <laughs> wow! Me, hey, that's that's Anthony's signature <laughs> greeting. Hey, hey yo. <laughs> love it. I love saying that. Uh, if you hear uh, that, you know it's him. He's coming. As you mentioned, of course, uh, my beloved balls are injured or not presently in the NBA. Uh, Lamelo recently was a full participant uh, in practice, and there is no exact date for his return. But when he does return. Boy, will I be a happy guy. I love you a must... good ball update. It's really great. I'm really glad that you're like, <laughs> you came with the full update of the, of the metal ball status. It's great. Don't know when you Lonzo's must coming also back. Have him, you must also have him in fantasy because uh, you basically in fact, quoted his fantasy update. <laughs> <laughs> in full fact, participant in practice? I know where you come from. <laughs> That's a fantasy mm-hmm. line for sure. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. He'll be giving you eight assists a game. 23 points, perhaps. Who knows? Uh, 12 missed field goals. Hope everything's all right. Leandro, where are you at? We actually don't know. Um, Okay. Raptors. uh, Missing for a bit. Uh, Andy Andy (laughs) alluded to this. I mean, everything's great. This trade's amazing. Uh, Did Let me just throw to you first, Anthony. Like, Mm. how good is this trade? Is this real? The offense is humming. (laughs) Did Masai do it again? Hmm. Okay. Small sample size right now. Still early days post. Such a small course. sample size. Um, I I think maybe. I think he might have just done enough to buy his regime a bit more time to figure out what's going on to see if this team could put it all together again. Uh, I love watching iq uh he can handle the ball he can bring the ball up the court he 
is a willing passer and i love his like kind of weird push shot floater thing that he does Mm -hmm. uh and is there a better story in all of the national basketball association than rj barrett coming home the mississauga mamba himself returning to this very part of the country to represent canada's team and to put up like 37 points the other night oh we love it here we love a a a beautiful narrative of a hometown hero uh just making it rain yeah it's uh it's great he he got that game was was wild right he had 37 six and six no turnovers i think Mm -hmm. uh, i I saw a tweet um either Doncic or shay i think one of those two uh, were the, are the only uh, guys that have put up like that type of stat line this year. Um, 37 also beats OG's career high. Um, obviously those players are going to be compared and, you know, mm-hmm. OG as we speak is getting chance in, uh, in MSG. So the Knicks are feeling good too. Precious is actually playing pretty good. It, it, it's a really even trade so far. Like both teams are loving this. Um, and, and yeah, IQ is amazing. Where are you at with this trade, Andy? Obviously, yeah, sample size, you know, all that kind of stuff. But first blush. Uh, you know, I Second think blush. I think we're starting to see the little wrinkles of the trade right now. In fact, tonight, uh, as we record this, the Raptors are playing the Lakers and um, – or going to play Lakers, I should say. And um, uh, we don't have a center. That's right. <laughs> because no, he, no hurdle, yeah, no problem. Yeah. That's what I always say. No hurdle, no, no it's, a, it's a big problem. <laughs> so you know, losing, you, you know, losing precious and then not having somebody, something there to, to you know, to to play backup if 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 Yakup is injured. Uh, yeah, that's a Huge that's rhyme. a that's a yeah, a bit of a mid middle in the middle rhyme there. <laughs> But like we're feeling that right now. Now, not to say now this is not the worst. You know, I, I'll take, uh, you know, I'll take the two guys from New York any any day of the week, and and yeah, be a little light at the the center position. But um, but that's one of the wrinkles. You know, that's a little bit of a thing. We're we're pretty we're we're very thin there now. And like I don't even do we like do we know is I think Boucher is probably starting at center tonight, and and they got someone up from uh, the G League or whatever. So. Um, uh, have we brought someone up from the? G- I I don't know. I this is this is speculation. This is what people were talking about earlier in the day. Mm. I actually not really sure what's happening. Um, uh, I'm sure much more connected people have now have already confirmed what's happening, and I just haven't heard it yet today. At any rate, that's one of the little things. But that is a little thing. I think in general, uh, 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 Barrett and quickly they give uh, Darko's got more options. We talked about this last week. There's just more you know, versions of the offense that we can run now. And, and, you know, I think one of the biggest things here is that we lose a ton of defense in obviously trading OG. Um, and that's like a, that's a big thing. Cause this is a, this is a, you know, the Raptors are a defense first team. We have been for like 10 years now. And, uh, and this is one of the first times where we're starting to see that, that balance kind of switch a little bit. Um, because, you know, the defense has been like average to below average this year. Yeah. Uh, with say, OG. The defense hasn't even been great. No, it's not been great. And, and, and our, and now we lose OG. So like, that's not getting any better. Right. But, you know, we are in a league right now where, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, the Kings have like 
the Kings are being outscored. Like their point differential is is negative, <laughs> and they're like seven games over five hundred or something. And the Raptors are have a have a have a positive, and we're or no, we're like just right there with them, but we're yeah, seven we're games right under or zero, six games yeah. under or something, mm-hmm. right? So like we we don't need defense. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, so the fact that we've got such an upgrade with with our offense right now, um, um, I think that that's just what this team needs, and honestly, kind of what like we needed as a fan base and a franchise too, because uh, you know these guys have injected so much like life into this offense that it's really fun to watch them again. Um, and that is like, think about it. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were like, oh, Malachi Flynn's looking great. You know, he's, you know, he's, he's <laughs> scoring sure. eight points a game. That's, that's exciting. <laughs> you know, we're really fucking stretching for the stuff. Okay. Mm, times so are tough. <laughs> times are tough, you know, Very dirty tough. puddles, you know, like, so, so, but here we are. And like, that's a big upgrade on our offense and things are looking really great. And, uh, you know, I don't think this is going to turn the Raptors into a, definite playoff team i think we're still going to be struggling for that play-in and um and that's okay you know i think like you know baby steps not baby steps but like because i think this is bigger than a baby step to be honest with you but like steps you know it's one step at a time and and we'll see what happens with pascal whether we're going to be trading him i'm sure we'll be talking about that for another bunch of weeks so but but right now very positive very good and honestly i love that new york fans were really mad about the trade and now they love og they love him like it's like he was there the whole time and they like i you know i've been watching twitter and stuff and i listened to a couple different uh podcasts and stuff and the new york fans are all about og now which i which of course they would be we knew that we all knew that all the toronto comments are like yeah trust us you guys will love og and they do He's finally getting the love he deserves from mainstream yes. American sports media yes. and uh, Twitter heads, if you will. Yeah, um, I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah, I, I I have to agree that it's been so fun to watch the offense now with uh, quickly and RJ because I'm not afraid of who the option is going to be when we need to get a basket. I am just excited to see how they'll score mm-hmm, instead of yes. worrying about if they'll score. And mm-hmm. It's it's awesome to see, like, even though RJ can be incredibly inconsistent, um, even with, like, layups and stuff, but seeing that big body kind of carve through the paint and seeing how he can draw fouls is, like, pretty valuable, especially in late games when we're playing those very, very close games because our defense is now not as good and we can't, like, maintain a lead, really. Um, it is, like, very valuable for him to take those offensive possessions and make them valuable and be able to at least get some points, uh, which mm-hmm. is something that uh, was not guaranteed in previous versions of this offense and this team that we've seen earlier this season. Yeah, I mean, ton, tons of great points there. I think RJ driving and RJ getting fouled and RJ kind of knifing through through the D, or, or uh, maybe not knifing through the D, kind of bludgeoning his way through the D. Like, yeah, mm, bashing know, his way of, through. Yeah. He kind of just pushes people. and Get that bully ball. Yeah. I th- you know, you have to say OG is objectively the best player in this trade, and, you know, that's uh, that's not some, some wild thing to say. He yeah. is the best player. But, you know, in, in the same way that we were like, man, you guys are going to love OG to Knicks fans. Knicks fans were like, wow, you guys are going to love IQ. Sorry about RJ. RJ, and, yeah. <laughs> and I think that 
I think that sort of, you know, it highlights something I've, I've always felt as a NBA fan, which is that like fit and reputation, they, they both sort of like are obscured by a lot of things. It's so situational. And I think reputations good and bad just sort of spiral and RJ's, I, I even like, you know, as someone who, you know, like follows Canadians loosely, I always felt like he, he kind of got a bad rap in New York and the, like he's a third overall pick. He was inefficient and, you know, he takes some bad mid range, mid range shots and people really like, you know, and I said it when he came over, people were really, really, you know, dangerously low on RJ. And, you know, obviously he's coming off his 37 point game where he hit a bunch of threes. We will see our RJ lows, Mm -hmm. but he gives this team so much of what it needs. And for all the incredible things that OG can do compared to a guy like RJ, he straight up can't dribble. Like (laughs) he can dribble obviously, um, Mm -hmm. but not in a way where he can sort of like do, do it in a relaxed fashion. Like OG driving was always a, you know, a bit of a roller coaster. And sometimes that roller coaster would finish with him backing a guy down and like dunking over someone that, you know, you just were like, how the hell did he do that? But then a lot of times it's like, no, he doesn't, his dribbles aren't tight enough. His burst isn't, you know, big enough. Like he's just kind of doesn't have mm-hmm. that fluidity driving. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously OG is such a, like, he's such a computer, right? He's such a perfect shooter and he's just like militant on defense. Like he's, he's so special, right? You just can't take away what OG brings, but um, yeah, I mean, to answer my own question, uh, I do think Masai did it again to the yeah. Knicks again. And <laughs> I feel like, yeah, you know, and I, I feel like, also, the Knicks kind of did it to him, right? It's it's one of these scenarios where, yeah, like, like this, we we keep calling it a win win, but like d- like they they did did they do it to us? We got to get rid of this guy, you know. And <laughs> we got we turned one well, to that, two starters, like you know what I mean? Like that's crazy. It's mm-hmm. true, it's true, but it's like a situational thing. Like I feel with with Brunson just being as incredible as he is, IQ. You know, I'm not sure they were comfortable giving him what, you know. Like, no, they, they it's weren't. Just, it's rumor yeah. territory, but like, let's say $24, $25 million, you know, is, yeah, he might get paid um, in restricted free agency. Um, and, and and to your point, Andy, we we have uh, RJ for, you know, 27. So that's, so that's just like, that's three years. We have, have him till 2027. And then a guy like IQ Sure, he might cost a lot, but uh, uh, you know, teams around the league they hate chasing after restricted free agents because it, it wastes your whole window of free agency. You know, it's not the same as Fred. It's not the same as OG or you know why people are so concerned with Pascal. When when Pascal hits free agency, it's just a straight up bidding war. Mm-hmm. Like the Raptors, the only advantage is that is that they can pay him more. Mm-hmm. But you know, teams have a teams have a way of getting around that kind of stuff. So the restricted free agency thing with quickly is a major advantage because it's clear that if you're, if you go after IQ and free agency, like let's say you're Detroit and you're like, we're going to throw IQ a huge sum of money. You're ultimately just wasting your own time because the Raptors are going to match. Right. So Mm -hmm. 
Well, they have to. I, I, I think in order for the trade to still be yes. win-win and yes. in order for us to move forward in the right direction, I think you have to. You have to do absolutely everything in your power to retain him because he's the he's the part that we were missing to make the Scotty equation make sense, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. even though right now with Siakam still on the team, that we, we weren't – if that trade doesn't happen, we don't know what is possible. And now that we have like a capable ball handler who makes Scotty a bit more of a uh, uh, off ball kind of guy, and we don't rely on him to move that half court offense or to bring the ball up, then that opens up a lot more uh, offense as we spoke about earlier and the mm-hmm. variations. Um, and like, even tonight, like, are we going to see Scotty at like the small ball five? Like, who knows? But it wouldn't have been possible so. if we don't if we don't make that trade. So, yeah, and you know, it opens up it opens up for Pascal, and it's too bad we only got a couple games. But man, has it opened it up for Pirtle? Yeah, like, like, he looks just yes. a lot better in space. Uh, and you know, I think it's weird that we you know we're just making fun of ourselves, rightfully so, Andy, with that like, oh man, Malachi. But can I just <laughs> say, oh man, Jonte Porter, like. <laughs> <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? He looks so good. Like, yeah. whatever. You, like, like, obviously, he's was floating around the G League for a reason and, you know, super injured and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, he hadn't played in the NBA for, for years since uh, 2019. But John T. Porter looks really good. I don't know what to say. Like, he – well, like, I guess we'll see it over a longer stretch. But Boucher looks good. Like, this team, just the, the vibes are, are incredible. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into. Uh, I think Andy uh, mentioned already, but the injection of, of swag is is a huge part of what's going on right now. And IQ dancing is is absolutely delicious. Like we, we, <laughs> just, we just need. We didn't realize how much we needed a guy that dances, but a yeah, guy, yeah, a guy that dances is like <laughs> yeah. Okay, we can all relax and have some fun because this guy has got a thing and it's dancing after he hits a shot. Um, so it made me think like the Raptors have some guys, but I had to, I got a couple options for this for, for, for my own question, but um, I'll, I'll go to you first, Anthony. Um, but uh, in Raptors history, who's like your, your, your swag guy, like who in your opinion is a guy that has just like totally walks with a swagger, super confident and um, kind of like, gives off what uh we're seeing from quickly hmm well i kind of interpreted the swag question in uh, in a slightly different manner than that i think but somebody who i would associate the definition or the word swag to would be someone like mo pete for me he brought a lot of personality and i think confidence uh and for me up until like a few years ago, um, he was like the leader in three points made uh, by a Raptor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think around like 801. And then I think it's like Kyle Lowry and probably somebody else after this now. But uh, I, I always like think about the very dark times of Raptors basketball when I first started watching it. And he was unfortunately part of some of those teams. But I was I always had fun watching him. And I he is a, he's an iron man as well he just he never missed games and to me i 
I'm always gonna love Mo Pete, and that's what that's what swag means to me a little bit. That that mm, consistency, wow. that mm. the the confidence and the mm. the dependability, and the confidence, of course. Right. Okay, I love it. Wow. Uh, I just want to say the definition of swag: bold or brash self confidence. But in your opinion, it's like hard worker shows up. Doesn't <laughs> like, maybe maybe traditional definition. Yeah, uh, you know. Maybe uh, I'll, I'll, swag I appreciate as opposed to the boisterous version. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll yeah, say yeah, this. Yeah. I also took swag meaning something else. I actually thought it you meant like who has the most like little trinkets that they get from like an award show or something. So like yeah. I yeah. thought, you know. from uh, Family Feud when I was warming up. Yeah, yeah. I think Jose Calderon has the most of, of that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah he's um, collecting the most coffee cups. Yeah, like lanyards and stuff and like, uh, you know, like like pens with the name of the company on it and stuff like that. Uh, but no, no. I mean, listen, there's one. I, truly, there's one answer for this. And if okay. and if, you're, and if, if we're not going with Anthony's uh version of swag if we're going with the with the version that you were talking about uh uh there is no swag there's no more like like no okay there's no raptor that's been filled with more swag than vince carter when he won the dunk competition it Mm. just doesn't get any bigger than that vince going it's over is is the ultimate raptor swag and mm-hmm. it never got any higher than that and it pro- probably never will even with the championship we we didn't have guys acting the way vince did when he, when he was like <laughs> crushing the dunk competition truly it's um, true that team was I yeah like i want to say like lowry or something but like lowry no. and lowry does have some but like not in the same way like like vince did and i think vince uh vince had that like heart like that hard edge attitude like cockiness to him that 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 like um is a valuable thing for athletes uh uh, you know at that that when you get to that elite level it's it's part of why i always admire artists and athletes who have that because yeah like it might be a little off-putting like if you you know personality wise but i think it's actually I, me too. I'm the same way. And I love to see it. And I love, and and I, I go like, I could never be like that. Like, you know, I'm just like, that's just not who I am. So like, but I admire that, that that's a part of them. And that's why they're there. Honestly, like guys like Vince and why they're that good and you know, everything. Anyways, Vince Carter, number one, no question. I would also like to add a more recent entry because this was my original into the quiet, hardworking category or actual swag. I think I think this was real. This was real. Someone say the opposite of swag or actual swag. Not not the unassuming, reliable worker uh, swag. But this one, I think, for entertainment and I think culture, uh, you gotta you gotta give it to Serge. Like Serge Ibaka brought a remarkable remarkable amount of swag mm-hmm. especially when it came to appreciating the finer things of toronto fashion and having his yeah. his food show mm-hmm. i think like and yeah, the memes yeah. too like the the memes with og um and the scarves like i think that was really it's really like, important to, like. to uh the the raptors winning culture and that enjoyment of the previous era of the raptors that we've had um so I, I have a couple answers. I think Vince is the answer. Surge is a really good one. Um, uh, I, I love I love just like the, the Mo Pete shout out. And by the way, this is just a mini tangent here or just mini aside. Anytime Jose comes up, I always think of like 
there's been, I mean, this should be a category in and of itself, but sometimes there's weird rumors about an athlete or celebrity that are completely untrue, but just like take off. And one was that uh, Jose Calderon um, was a billionaire because his family in Spain were, were like were super successful pig farmers. Um <laughs> Yeah, and that was like a real rumor. And then it actually got to a point where he's like, I don't know where this came from. People need to know I'm not a billionaire. I am wealthy from basketball. My family <laughs> is not billionaire pig farmers. Billionaire yeah. pig farmers is yeah. insane. Yeah. Please, please don't come to me for Iberico ham. I don't know how it's, to get yeah. that other than buying it traditionally. I don't have a plug for it. Please leave me alone. Um but uh yeah so 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 my guys um i i, I got a couple i want to shout out just current squad i think that he does does have a lot of swag uh scotty barnes uh you know he's not the swag guy but the 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 slow down dunk that's new you know like what well, i haven't seen that like where you just look at the guy and you're like i'm gonna dunk i'm gonna stare at you he has a lot like that that thing earlier in the season where he said he was gonna take the three uh, at the end of the San Antonio game, um, instead of the two, like he's got a lot of that, like I'm the guy, yeah. I'm him stuff. Uh, and then I have some kind of sort of funny guys. Uh, Rafer Alston, I think, had a lot of swag. Uh, you know, skipped my Lou. You gotta, gotta, gotta love Rafer. Uh, Lou Williams. Mm, um, yeah. You know, Lou Williams had a ton of swag when he was a Raptor. Uh, and the other guy I wanted to shout out, like, not in a, like, he was so annoying to watch, but every once in a while he would just, like, hit three, like, fadeaway threes in a row for no reason. Marco Bellinelli. So this is, like, that is, <laughs> he would, like, like, he would also just make you mad because he would suck sometimes. And he had much better playing days after being a Raptor, but... He had some major swag games. Have I have I told you? I think I probably told you. I don't know if I've told you on the show, but one of the funniest interactions that I've ever had uh, with you, Freddie, is is and me and my friends in my old sketch group. We still do this all the time to each other. We 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 reference this moment that we had with you. Is we came into comedy bar. You were you were there already, and we and uh, you came up to us and to me and you were like yo did you guys hear rap the raptors got bellinelli you were so excited oh, and you no but listen listen so you were you were really stoked I about bellinelli it. no 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 listen <laughs> let me finish you were like yo did you hear the raptors got bellinelli and we were like oh and you and you and then you did this you did like the huge shot motion and you did the huge shot motion you just went brick <laughs> So you knew. Okay. Oh you were God. excited about the about the acquisition, but at the same time you knew it's Marco Bellinelli. Brick. You know, it was wow. so funny. We I laughed really so hard to literally to this day. We'll we'll be like, yo, did you hear the Raptors got so and so? Brick. <laughs> like, Honestly, I, I don't remember that, but I'm both proud of myself and shame on me. Yeah, it's wow. both. It's really is both. <laughs> like Perfect. waiting to tell friends that uh, I'm happy <laughs> that. But I mean, you know, that was dark Raptors times. Like you're just enjoying fully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Bad stuff. Yeah. But uh, um, this is okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to switch to the NBA now. This isn't really a recent thing, but uh, my wife actually like uh, I, I sent me, um, you know, I heard about this, uh, this, this fun uh post from from Steph Curry where he is like super categorical uh 
in, in, in the way that he rates every arena's popcorn. So he will, like, he's made a whole graph. The Raptors, by the way, are six in the league. Like, he, oh. he tests, like, he has all, like, a crunchiness, freshness, like, all this, mm. like, this really sort of, like, in-depth popcorn rating. He loves popcorn. Uh, clearly, I, I would hope so. And uh, anyways, it made me think, like, if, if, if you had to rate something, in every arena, uh, what would it be? And what's sort of your, what's your system going in? Like what matters to you about said thing that you're rating? Uh, oh, I don't know if anyone wants to jump in. Okay, I got one right away. Uh, for yeah. me, it's uh, easily, I'm ra- I'm rating, uh, um, I don't know what you call them, but like, what do you call like the crew who like, you know, comes out and like gives away the swag, like to give away like the t-shirts and stuff. like. Oh, the swag crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardworking, <laughs> honest, hard-working. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Reliable. Repeatable. Yeah, reliable. They're there every day. Exactly. That's the swag we the need. Arena. Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, the crew, like, you know, whatever. Those people. I would be, ra- I'd be rating them on how far and high they can shoot and throw the T-shirts. Because oh, here's okay. the thing for me. They should all be going to the upper bowl. 100%. Okay. You shouldn't be giving any of those t-shirts to the people in the 100s. Those people are rich enough to get 100 seats. And if you saved up and, and scrimped and saved and you got your 100 tickets, you're honestly good for you, but I'm sorry you're not getting a t-shirt. T-shirts go to the 500s only in my books. Now, obviously that's not true around the league. So I am going the average height that the t-shirts go to. Uh, and I think the higher, the better. And I think it's something that the um, that the uh, the Raptors can improve upon. Um, we we got the thing where like they drop like balloons, you know, sometimes. Yeah, they, the, like, they, drop, they drop the like the parachute things. Yeah, the parachutes. Yeah. I'm yeah. always scared that someone's gonna lean over. You know, that thing. Uh, yeah. me up. No, Maud Flanders. No. As a person, <laughs> as a person, yeah. As yeah. a person no, who no. famously caught, fam- by famously, I mean in my own mind, caught mm-hmm. two T-shirts at uh marley's game and then later the same day at a leafs game the first the first time it's ever happened to me in my entire life that i caught the t-shirts i caught two t-shirts i opened them up i looked at them i'm like i don't want this and i like gave them both to like kids behind me i just so wanted like, the thrill who cares yeah it was a thrill it was a real thill at the leaf game especially very yeah, big marley's game you marley's game walk, hey fine walk over a couple rows and picked up a t-shirt. yeah yeah exactly no <laughs> Um, that one it was like bam caught it out of mid, out of th- you know. this is good t-shirt tra- t-shirt trajectory That's yeah important. i i need yeah. and and distribution you know i need a nice even distribution hmm, yeah so i i mean i i don't know how you're getting this done maybe a couple like sophisticated it's gonna take players. a yeah it's gonna take a lot of uh observation uh <laughs> a lot of cameras i'm gonna need a big setup <laughs> yeah, you, you need to be in the arena four hours early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to really like, yeah, just find the trajectory. It's a lot of calculus. This is good, um, Anthony. What's your? What are you rating? How are you doing it? Okay, so I think I went with a more traditional, um, unassuming, reliable, dependable, <laughs> swagalicious arena food. How many Mopey uh, posters in every <laughs> arena? <laughs> I, I went with a very standard uh, hot dog, probably, is what I'm going to rate. I thought about the hot dog. Sorry. Um, and I would put it in what I will lovingly call the glizzy graph. Uh, 
and the glizzy graph uh, will be plotted based on the average of three scores. So I'm going to evaluate a hot dog based on the quality of the bun, the quality of the meat uh, and or whatever uh, vessel it is, uh, and the taste. Uh, so the God, bun, it's like, good. how soft is the bun? Where did it come from? Is, is it Where did it come from? Yeah. What do you from? mean? Yeah, <laughs> the bread factory, dude. Yeah, like... And that's that's the meat, too. I want to I wanna know if it's... The meat uh, makes more sense. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. You're looking for like an international... Are you looking for like an international bun? I'm talking What's about... happening? Maybe a brioche. We're talking about You a want a brioche. brioche, yeah, not just a regular this, egg? This is important. Not an do, egg they have, bun? do they have a gluten-free option? You know? Sure. Are they sure. all from, you know, some kind of weird bread factory like Andy's talking about? I said yeah. the bread factory, the right? Bread factory. That's where I assume all my bread comes from. <laughs> yeah. The Wonder one Bread. Factory. The yeah, the One Factory. And, of course, the the taste. There there could probably be, like, very specific sub like subcategories and subscores to the taste, like the snap of the 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 wiener or whatever the uh uh how ju how juicy it is you know everybody's just the snap of the wiener clipping all these little uh things that i'm talking about with hot dogs just to black <laughs> me later yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah we're, gonna, we're gonna light you up man yeah i'm i'm done for on the app formerly known as twitter um <laughs> but and then I, I guess i would have like a bonus score as well uh for the amount and uh, a variety of condiments available. Yes. Uh, but essentially, I would take just one bite with no toppings for my initial uh, evaluation and plotting of the score on the glizzy graph. And I, of course, would have to travel to all of the NBA arenas to uh, rightfully determine these scores because everybody's taste is different. So I couldn't just like rely on somebody else in a different city who also likes hot dogs. I have to go myself. Um. I I I feel like the Scotiabank Arena has really dropped the ball when it comes to condiments for hot dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As of late, like when it first started, like when when the, when it was the Air Canada Center, I felt like they had like real good hot dog toppings for a really long time, and then eventually it was just like, okay, uh, the mustard and ketchup machines are over there, and if you want relish, shut the hell up. You know what I mean? It's like you, they don't even have packets of relish anymore. It's like this sucks now. Mm -hmm. So, like, the hot dog for the Scotiabank, I, I got to say, is probably pretty low. I, I would have to agree. Uh, and the, the quality, the quality of the buns and the, and the meat. Yeah, the footlong is better because like, you get, oh, like, peppers yeah. and onions and stuff on it. But, like, yes, we're yes. talking about standard dog, I think, right? Yes, yeah. I, I'm uh, evaluating all on the, the standard dog, not on the premium dog. Yeah, no, no. Freddie, what about you? What's your thing? Yes. Okay, check it out. Uh... I do okay. I don't. I'm not qualified to judge or. You're not qualified. Me. I'm not qualified period. <laughs> for anything, really. Um, for, I'm not qualified <laughs> for a lot of things. Okay, I have my license, but that's true for a lot um, of people. Yeah, yeah, I can drive, but um, uh, da dance crews. Uh, I'm. I want to see. I want to see every dance crew. I want to see like what their what their vibe is. Are they like a more traditional kind of like Lakers girl thing? Um, is it sort of like, you know, the Raptors have a full dance crew. They also have like a junior crew. Mm -hmm. um, like what's the vibe? Like, you know, the, uh, uh, first of all, I'm going I'm to be judging the actual dances. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the medleys. Sometimes the mashups are too hectic. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, the theme, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot that goes into it. And I know they do 
you know, they all claim to be the best, right? So right. somebody's got to be the worst, and somebody's sure. got to be the best. For sure, someone's got to be. I bet you there's a team out there where they're all they're all off on the time, and there's they're falling yeah. a lot. And they don't really know where they're supposed to be standing. That's right. Which team? Okay, if you just had to guess, okay, oh what <laughs> team has the dance pack where it's like, no, what are we doing? Oh God! And they're all falling and tripping and stuff. What do you think has the? Which team has the worst uh, dance pack? I feel like it, it's got to listen. Midwest, U.S. I, I, it's somewhere there. I'm sorry. It's somewhere in the Midwest. Um, you think? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Maybe the Pacers. Ooh, Maybe that's Pacers. probably a good one. A good, Pacers, yeah. Good yeah. Unfortunately. Oklahoma City, Could maybe. Be OKC. Yeah, OKC. Yes. Maybe a little further south what's, there, but what's maybe not. What's the Utah Jazz? Uh, oh no, that's it. Crew? No, that's it. It's Utah. Mm. It's Utah. That's it. Utah or Indiana? <laughs> Your guys are right. You guys are better ones than me. And also, I don't know enough, so like, if bunch of Mormons fan, trying to dance? No way. But maybe <laughs> no it's way. Such a, I don't see maybe it. it. Maybe it's like but these organized. Mormons are sick. You know what I mean? Like, they're in sync. But yeah, maybe they're just like the the spirit of yeah. Joseph. Whatever same, his name same is, hive mind, jo- the Joseph yeah. Smith hive Smith, mind. Smith, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could also be a thing where it's like I, I so don't know what I'm talking about. That like maybe there is a a team that's like we don't even have a dance crew, so why don't you just take yeah. the night off? You know, yeah. Have you seen that trend on TikTok or and or like Instagram Reels or whatever where like um, it'll be like the dancers from the pack and one of them is standing here and one of them is standing like slightly behind. And the person in the back, like, is doing all the, is doing the dance, but with no music. So you're just hearing her feet like hit the ground and like, like the timing of the feet. And then like, the girl in the front has to be like, "What dance is she doing?" From our like rehearsed dances that we all know. And then like, they're always like, "Ugh!" Like the person in the front's always like, "I don't know what." And then they'll be like, "Wait." And then they just jump into it at the same spot. It's really cool. It's very it's a, impressive. It's a very, it's a very impressive and very fun, uh, um, like trend to watch. And like all the major teams, like the Lakers, all the big teams have done it. A bunch of like NFL teams too, I think. So yeah, it's fun. Okay, check it out. Okay, uh, yeah, you know what? This is uh, I, I got to learn. I got to get qualified. Uh, here's my here's my final question, and it's just a just a classic league pass watch question. Uh, who is your, who's your league pass team right now? Who are you, who's your non-Raptor team that you're flipping through and you're like, man, this team's exciting. I want to watch them for whatever reason. It can be, you know, they're falling apart. Um, Anthony, who's your, yeah, so I'll start with you. Who's, who's the team that you just, you know, you're inclined to want to watch. All right. Well, uh, thanks to uh, one of our uh, amazing uh, new sponsors of Confederacy of Dunks, FanDuel.com, I have a couple months of League Pass for free. Nice. And I have oh, been, wow. You're uh, a lot of plugs in this thing. <laughs> I've, been, I've been gliding around the league, uh, watching games that have not been blacked out due to our horrible broadcast rules here in the yeah. country. And, of course, I'm trying to watch every single game of my number one fantasy pick, uh, and my favorite Canadian player, yes. Mr. Shea Gilchis Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've been watching OKC. Uh, I love, I love, love, love that team. They have so many exciting young players and uh, treasure trove of picks through uh, the <laughs> aggressive acquisition process of of getting picks. And <laughs> and I love watching uh, Chet. I was very excited to watch him last year, but then he got hurt during the summer runs, basically, and we were uh, deprived of his true rookie season, which I guess is 
this season, uh, but he's been putting up crazy numbers. I think he's already one of the best defenders um, in the league, perhaps. Yeah, he's, he's blocking the shit out of people. Totally. Just yeah. just based on sheer alien frame and uh, his like <laughs> level of compete and hustle. Uh, and I love both the Jalen Williams uh, on that team. And of course, yeah, you got to shout out all the Canadian players you can. Uh, Lou Dort the king of the torture chamber uh, they are they are so fun to watch and i really really think they could be a, a real contender in the playoffs if everybody stays healthy and they continue to play the beautiful basketball that they have been playing yeah great answer okc major major story this year um as of this recording 24 and 11 uh you know, second in the West, Shea is absolutely an MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. This is a wonderful pick. Uh, you know, I think they're, I think that's, it's a popular one too. A lot of people watching OKC. Things are just coming together for them. Andy, who's your, who's your league pass pick? Um, I, I too was going to say OKC, but um, I think uh, instead, uh, since you already talked about them, I'll say, there's a couple, you know, there's a couple right in, in the in the Northwest Division there. Uh, Minnesota's a fun team to watch, but I think mm-hmm. I'm going to just, I think I'm actually going to say um, maybe a more of a boring answer is Denver. Uh, that was mine. Okay. So honestly, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I'm going to have okay. to go to my backup. I mean, like, you know, how how is it not fun to watch uh, Jokic uh, do his thing every night? He's a, it, it's I see, like, I don't have League Pass, so I don't actually watch them. But, uh, like, I, whenever I see highlights uh, of, of uh, you know, Jokic and, and, and um, um, uh, Jamal Murray and, all, and like, the, the, the whole Nugget squad, it's so fun to watch an offense with that level of talent, in, like, centered around those guys. And, and it just opens up the whole, the whole team. Uh, uh, to perform together, it seems, and like obviously, just like seeing Jokic score when it's like, well, he's not going to score here, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or like, or like, oh my God, he's like, oh, they got him this time, and then he just like, uh, pa- like shoots, like throws some incredible pass to like someone who you didn't even see hiding behind, you know? It's just like I don't know, they're just they 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 seem like rightfully so you know they're the champs but like they they just seem like just a just a fun team to watch and like to follow and be around and like to experience Nikola Jokic like he's this guy is one of the best players I think we've in our lifetime that we ever get to see truly and it's really fun because I remember like when he first started getting like really showing like how good he was and stuff and like it's it's not the type of player you think is going to to be that that like generational type talent you know what I mean yeah, it, it's just so it's such a different thing. So that's that just adds to the level of, of, of fun to watch him play. Um, and again, watching our Canadian boys, you know, we, we love it. We love, we love, uh, you know. So that's all, all fun. You know, I, I I love that overall. I mean, we did the Canadian player draft earlier in the year. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I love that the decline of like Canadian hockey players is leading to the rise of Canadian basketball and baseball players. Yeah. And we get to see like Canadians more and better Canadians in other sports. It's, it's so fun. Because hockey is becoming way more expensive and inaccessible. Yeah, absolutely. And basketball. And, and the culture is soccer. toxic and it's terrible. Honestly, <laughs> don't, you know what I mean? Don't play hockey, go play basketball, you know, yeah. go play soccer, uh, do something else like that. Play baseball, whatever. 
hey, I'm with you. Um, but all my hockey buddies are going to kick your ass. Yeah, I know, right? Everyone listening to this, I love, I like hockey too. I love the sport itself. I just think that the culture is toxic and no one's doing anything about it. Anyways, that's a whole other podcast. Listen, you're goddamn right. <laughs> Basketball's great, though. Uh, okay, so I had, I mean, I don't want to go all West. I don't know what the deal is here, but I, I think like all, all the league fast teams are kind of on the West Coast. Like, I'm not <laughs> sure. Maybe that's something to do with being a Raptors fan and, and kind of like mm. watching. Yeah, the, those fans. teams are exotic to, to us. Like, we don't get the Yeah, ex- exotic you know? like, is right. It's, it's true. I feel this way. Every sport, I feel this way. The West Coast teams are completely exotic, and they're like a mystery, and they're really fun whenever you get that's to see hilarious. them. Because you have to stay up late to watch them. Yeah, so exactly. It makes it extra exotic. Being an... I hate to bring it back to hockey briefly, but being an Edmonton Oilers fan because I'm from Alberta, I have to stay up extra late to watch those guys and because they have the best player in the world, of course. Yeah. But it's like it really takes an extra effort to be a fan of a team that is in a completely opposite mm-hmm. time zone to you. Yeah, so. totally. Okay, but with that said, uh, I this has been sort of the, the deal for you know the past couple of years, um, even though they're, they both you know recently – uh, ish won championships, but there's something about LeBron and Curry where I find myself. It's just like the the NBA put so much marketing into the Warriors and and the Lakers that all of their games like have a pageantry, um, and and I find myself watching Lakers and and Warriors games a lot. Um, I think also they're 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 both just a classic 500 team, so they've been playing a lot of close games. Uh, but to throw a bone to an Eastern Conference team, the Pacers have been a delight mm. all year. I hope uh, – I don't know what the word is on Halliburton, but uh, he went down with a groin injury, so I hope it's not too serious. Um, and I, I think, you know, within that same token, I'm, I feel for uh, Jaw. You know, season-ending mm. surgery is rough. Like, he came back, killed it, and, uh, yeah, I think – torn labrum, but um, – yeah, I'm going to go with Pace. Pacers are my league watch team. League past. Um, uh, very quickly, also, the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic are kind of the same thing as as the Nuggets and, and Jokic. Like, just an incredibly special and fun player to watch. We all know this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and also, I, I, I haven't seen any of it, but I always keep seeing and hearing about the Kings and how they're just such a flashy, crazy offensive team, and they're fun to watch. So uh, I think mentioning the Sacramento Kings for the first time ever in my life is something that's <laughs> fun to do. Yeah. And of course, I know they're not a, really a league pass team because we get most of their games on our broadcasts, but uh, watching the Knicks for OG has been I was going to say the Knicks too. you got to shout out the Knicks. Um, I'm Big hoping that, I'm, that I'll never see Malachi Flynn play basketball again, but I love seeing uh, Precious <laughs> Achua and uh, how OG has like remarkably improved every facet of team defense that the New York Knicks have been playing. Like just when he's on the floor, it is like a whole different team defensively. And then when he steps off the floor, um, like all of the stars are scoring again, like uh, to, to bring it to like his very first game when they were playing against the Timberwolves, he was locking up um, Anthony Edwards like crazy and Anthony Edwards like didn't score very much at all when OG was on the floor, but the second that he was off and they put like I don't know Grimes on or something like that, like uh, Ant was just like scoring at will, and it was like oh my god, like look how important of a piece 
OG is to this Knicks defense and to whatever future run they have this season. Um, you gotta, you get, we owe it to him. And for all the, all the time that he's put in with the Raptors to uh, follow his journey, uh, I think this year. You know what's interesting? Yeah. None of us considered mentioning like the Bucks. Well, th- I think the Bucks. <laughs> you know? Like we we, we settled we, we've now set a lot of teams. We've now yeah. set a lot of teams, and like yes, you could say this. You could say any of these teams, of course, but like we didn't consider it. And it's uh, specifically I say the Bucks because I think at the beginning of the season. Uh, uh, I think the Bucks would have been on like, hey, who are going to be the most exciting teams and most fun teams to watch play basketball? Mm. I think the Bucks would have been high on that list, you know, like seeing Dame and Giannis together is just something I think I know I was very excited about. I was like, these guys are going to be so fun to watch. And then like, it's not that they're doing poorly or anything. It's just that like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just kind of like, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they're good, I guess. And I always feel that way about Boston, so that's just how I am with them. Yeah, and, and you know, I, th- I think the Bucks are really interesting because they've been—I mean, Bucks, Sixers, and, Cel- uh, and Celtics have been really good consistently for years yeah. now. And I think the Bucks, the Bucks specifically, though, even though they made this massive trade, like you just know, Giannis and Giannis alone is like fifty-four, fifty-five win team. And I think the Bucks conversation would be different if they were like running away with the league, like the, yeah, they're maybe, yeah. they're ex, they're like, I think like the Bucks are like the the way in which they're exciting is if they're like dominating to such a degree, like they're twenty five and twelve, which is a twenty five and twelve. So like record. they're in second place in the Eastern. Conference. Yeah, but I think it's, it's almost good. like they need to be on some kind of 15 game win streak. Like their the expectations for, for Giannis and the Bucks are just sky high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and unlike sure. the Celtics and the Sixers who sort of are like these like really good teams that like, haven't put together that championship run. The Sixers uh, for Bucks, sure. Yeah. The Bucks have, you know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's yeah. true. And we haven't yeah. done some uh, disaster class, uh, teams that we have been watching because they have been falling apart at the seams. And I would like to mention uh, the Washington Wizards, of course, and those guys and their horrible fit together, Kuzma, Poole. <laughs> it's been uh, it's been awful to watch those games. But, hey, you know, sometimes when you want to watch a good team uh, perform a real beatdown or massacre, you have to tune in to them playing against the Washington Wizards because – Kuzma just tries to get his baskets, so does Poole, and Kispert's just chucking him away, and you have, like, a really fine, raw prospect in Bilal Koulibaly, who is not really getting a chance to do much. <laughs> okay, since, since we're mentioning so many teams and, 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 and disaster teams, I also think it's kind of odd that, man, do you remember the first two weeks of the season? It was Wembenyama's league. And yep. let, yeah. me t- let me tell you what, nobody's watching Wembenyama. Yeah. Nobody's watching the Spurs. There was a point. There was, uh, they have five wins, and like yeah. it's not his fault, but no one is watching that team or talking about Wembenyama. And this is the NBA. It's hard. It's hard league. Very mm. early in the year, uh, uh, my friend Norm was here, and he's up from LA, so like he watched watching a lot of Clippers. Like goes to a bunch of Clippers games and stuff. And I think like there was a night where it was like Clippers and like I don't know some other like halfway decent team like I don't know I can't remember exactly maybe it was like New, uh, New Orleans or something like that, and then and then it was like 
<laughs> it was like uh, Spurs, like not Pistons, but close. Maybe even Spurs Wizards or something like that. And I, and I was like, yo, let's watch the Spurs game. Like, you know, let's let's watch. I want to see Wemby. You know, I haven't seen yeah. him. And and Norma's like, this is so funny that we're watching him. But like, yeah, it's we're both excited to watch Wemby. But like now, you just we now we see him. You know, this was mm-hmm. back when people were still posting all kinds of highlights and stuff all over the place. And now it's like, okay, we. Okay, he's yeah, yeah, we get it. We 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 know what he does. He's good. That's fine. I yeah, do think I a... want to see him live though. Like the, I think the Spurs are coming oh, here. Oh, for sure. In, Honestly, in I'll March wait till they're good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yeah, me too. In several years. Yeah, yeah. Give me like three years at least. I'm good. Yeah. Or just like, so go see, watch OKC instead. You know, that's like true, that's true. Yeah. Chad yeah, doesn't. The fact that's that just Chet is also here on a sick yeah. team is not yeah. helping Wembyama, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, it's like you know what, Wemby's a pretty cool alien, but also you got this Abe Lincoln alien. But guys, I think uh, I think that takes us to the end of the pod. Um, shout out Raptors Republic. Shout out FanDuel. Which FanDuel, is of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, Andy. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm good. You're coming in there. Um, you got a fan duel zinger, you know. Bet on, bet on sports. Go. Bet on yourself. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening to the pod, and uh, we will be back uh, next next Tuesday. Hopefully, the Raptors keep killing it. Uh, Anthony, is there anything you uh, you want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? Um, sure. Yeah. You can, uh, follow my, uh, comedy exploits, uh, online, uh, through, uh, Instagram or TikTok uh, with my sketch troupe at $20 sandwich. We're putting out, uh, Instagram reels and TikToks, uh, almost every day of the week. We're trying to stay consistent, build that, uh, cool, cool live following and online following. Uh, also I have the privilege of, uh, performing some shows at the second city Toronto. Uh, I'm oh, understudying, yeah. uh, the main stage show and I'm, going in for a bunch of dates in february and march so Sick, if dude. you uh want to come see a really fun show the 88th uh main stage review here in toronto uh be sure to check it out at the brand new second city fuck yeah yeah check yeah. this dude out um I, we've never plugged on the show but uh, you know just for for podcast listeners uh, I, my, my wife's a big fan um andy you you, you gotta plug uh you and sarah's pod Oh, it's it's just Sarah's. It's just Sarah's pod, really. I, I I'm I'm oh, a guest sorry. sometimes, but uh, my wife Sarah has a podcast. It's called The Funny Thing About Ghosts, and it's a very fun show. and And she interviews uh, comedians and and the the like about uh, and they tell they tell their own ghost stories and they talk about ghosts. So if you like ghosts or if you like like aliens and stuff. Um, it's she's great. Had, it's really she's fun had and some, really informative. Yeah, it's really fun. And she's had some really huge people. She's had, like, <laughs> Colin Mockery was on the first episode. You know, uh, Ann Portnell hosts the great uh, Canadian Baking Show. Um, bunch of fun episodes out there. So, yeah, check that show out. I'm on a, I'm on a few now. I'm on, I've am on. i been on two or three episodes. So, yeah, check it out. The funny thing about ghosts. Sick. And, um, yeah, subscribe to uh, Raptors Republic. Subscribe to the YouTube page. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.